Welcome in the always the Jags. We are celebrating a weak win throttling beatdown of the Titans. That honestly was not as close as the score indicated. I mean, once we got to the uh, fourth quarter, I think we were up 27 to zip. 27 to zip. That's the kind of Jaguars football, you know, we wanted to see all season. And, um, you know, I got the privilege of being there in person. It was so awesome to be in the, uh, got one of the sections that were really close to the action, which was pretty cool. And I got to meet Tony Vaselli and Fred Taylor, get a picture with them after going to the tailgate with Tony event sponsored by the Baselli Foundation. So thank you to anyone that came. If you heard my podcast and you were able to come, um, I hope that you enjoyed it. We had a great time. I think Asher Grodman from Ghost was there, and he was also in London with Tony Baselli for the Jaguars podcast. It was just really cool to see, again, all the love for the Jaguars, all of our Jags fans, all of our like-minded people in the same building. Ray Fulcher had an incredible performance, and so did a band. Um, the live music, the Big Easy Band, they played really well. And so it was just, it was just an excellent day. And, uh, you know, to top that, it was hot, but to top that with a Jaguars win just really pulls everything all together. And I think this is the team that everyone expected to see at the beginning of the year. Um, You know, Trevor Lawrence throwing it all over the yard to Calvin Ridley. This is the Calvin Ridley, you know, people want to give up a second round draft pick and give him 20 plus million a year. That's the Calvin Ridley that we want. Now, I don't know if he was in man coverage or I don't know if he was beating man coverage or if they decided not to double team him because they didn't have the personnel to do so. But, I mean, Calvin Ridley, he was open the whole, almost the whole game. He was consistently getting open. Trevor was consistently hitting him. And if he wasn't open for whatever reason, Christian Kirk was wide open. And there was a couple of tight windows that Trevor Lawrence fit the ball into to Calvin Ridley, um, like where he made a really good route. And there were two guys in the vicinity. Um, but Calvin Ridley still made the catch because Trevor put the ball in the right spot and the route was run so well that it messed up the Titans defender on his coverage. So that's the kind of football that the Jaguars want to see, you know, and, you know, it's hard to talk much about that game, honestly, because like I said, we dominated from start to finish and I didn't expect it. I expected a victory, but I didn't expect a domination. And if it wasn't for a uh, kind of ridiculous roughing the passer call, we probably would have held the Titans scoreless, honestly, because we probably would have held the Titans scoreless, honestly, because that touchdown Will Levis had to DeAndre Hopkins, it was right after the penalty and we were still off guard and then he tossed it up and let him go get it. So, um, cause that was a big third and eight that we stopped them on. So It's really funny because Will Levis also finished with 148 passer rating. And he had like 13 completions and two of them were touchdowns. And Trevor Lawrence only finished with 119, I think, passer rating. And he had two touchdowns and two rushing touchdowns. And he completed, I think, 24 out of 32 or something like that for 200 yards. I think it was a little over 200, maybe around 250. And Will Levis barely had 200. I think it was like 170 or something. Like the Titans offense was not good and their defense could not stop us. It is a bad Titans team. However, the fact that PFF graded Will Levis as the quarterback with the higher rating that day, it's, it's, it just, I feel like that's a perfect example of how their grading system is not, um, you know, I mean, we know it's not like the end all be all and who's better than who, but it's just, 
is a perfect example of why people don't really pay attention to it. And so now we got to move on to the Texans today. And now this is going to be a fight. This is going to be a scrappy fight for the division. And Tony Baselli was talking about it, and he was like, you know, he loves it. You know, a lot of people, a lot of fans are, I guess, disappointed in two things. Jaguars' offense isn't as prolific as we thought it was going to be this season. And the Texans are much better than we thought were going to be this season. However, at this point in the season, we are exactly where I thought we would be. Eight and three. And now we have a huge, oh no, seven and three, sorry, and a chance to go eight and three with the Texans. Huge game, huge clash, and now it actually means the division, because whoever wins it gets sole place of the AFC. And a lot of pundits and media pundits are still picking the, te- are picking the Texans. I think the Jaguars are still favored by 1.5 in the betting odds. And, you know, of course, all the Jaguars reporters and everybody thinks the Jaguars are going to pull it off. And it's, it's so funny, just the interesting... Because no one would have picked this game to be this, you know, big earlier in the season. But because, you know, if the Jaguars, even if the Jaguars had been undefeated right now, people wouldn't care about this game because they would be like, oh, the Jaguars are undefeated. They're going to run through everybody. But because the Jaguars and the Texans are both good, both playing good football, both beating good teams. Now, everything matters. Everything matters. And so that's what makes this game so compelling. And I honestly think, like, on paper, across the board, we're technically better than the Texans. If you look at most of the position groups, wide receivers, offensive line, defensive line, we're supposed to be better than the Texans. And I think, even as a Jaguars fan's perspective, the Jaguars don't win this game. They don't deserve to get in the playoffs. Like, there's a lot of teams in the AFC that have so-so records that are playing in a really tough AFC, really tough. And maybe won't make the playoffs because their record's just not that good. But if they were playing in the NFC, they would have made the playoffs because, you know, the NFC still has like two spots that are completely up for grabs. Um, Like, you know, the Bills come to mind. Like, they're on the outside looking in right now. And um, even the Browns and the Bengals, like, they, the Browns are still in, but the Bengals just lost Joe Burrow for the season. And so they had a chance, and they're not, probably not even going to make the playoffs. And so, it kind of shows you the parity within the NFL and how the NFC is just not very good right now. And for the Jaguars perspective, it's like if you want to earn your way into the postseason, you are a good enough team to go beat the Texans and earn yourself into the postseason. And if I'm Doug Peterson, that's what I'd be telling my guys today before they warm up. Warm up. Do you want to get in the playoffs or not? And maybe not, you know, you don't want to think too far ahead, but it's going to be if you don't win this game, you don't deserve to get, out the, get into the playoffs. That's what's on the line here. The division was never going to be handed to you. It was never, I mean, we thought it was kind of going to be handed to us because we thought our division wasn't that tough. But now it's proven the division is not going to be handed to you. You got to go fight. You got to go earn. You got to go scrap for it. And that's why guys like Tony Baselli, they love the fact that the Texans are this competitive and they love that we have to go up against them. You know, I, as a Jaguars fan, you know, I would have loved to have kind of like an NFC, uh, you know, our own version of the AFC East where like, you know, the Patriots just dominated their division because it feels like for the past 15, 20 years, all the other divisions in that, all the other teams in that division had quarterback problems. Quarterback problems and quarterback problems and can never get it right. And a lot of the Patriots just kind of cruise through. You know, I probably would have enjoyed, you know, a, a nice period of dominance for the Jaguars because we haven't had it in a while. 
But at the same time, this competition will make anybody better. And I'll tell you, the Jaguars beating the Texans today will make me feel a lot better about our chances in the playoffs because, you know, we got handled by the 49ers. A very good team, potentially the best in football. And while we may not face a team that tough in the AFC playoffs, I mean, because I think the Ravens are, I don't even know if the Ravens are on the level of the 49ers. They are just, they have so many top five guys at every position. Anyway, our offensive line held up well against the Titans defensive front, a Titans defensive front that is arguably and demonstrably better than the Texans defensive front. You know, you got Jeffrey Simmons, all pro. You got um, Harold Landry, a couple of double digit sack seasons. You know, the Texans have some guys, don't get me wrong, and they don't want to underestimate them. But that's the point. It's not underestimating. It's playing to the best of your ability. If you want to get in the playoffs, you deserve to be in the playoffs. You are good enough to go go beat the Texans. Go into their home stadium and beat them. And, you know, it's easier said than done. I don't have to go out there and make the plays on the field. The Jaguars do. But I think this is the perfect game for us to... It's kind of a measuring stick game because it's like, here's the occasion. Can you rise to it? This is something that the Chiefs consistently do under Patrick Mahomes. This is something that the Eagles do. This is something that the Patriots, this is something that great teams do. There's an occasion, they can rise to it, and they meet it. With the Jaguars playing the 49ers a couple weeks ago, I don't know if there was any, like, we could have, if we hit a couple of plays, it would have been a different game. But sometimes you are just outclassed by a team, and they are simply better than you. I think that might have been the case with the 49ers. I think I would have loved to see us win, and they showed a lot of holes. But once those holes got healthy and they patched them up again, it was like, and then they brought in Chase Young, it was kind of like a juggernaut. Okay, the Texans are not a juggernaut. They're not catching us off guard. We know they are good, but we also know we are better. Trevor Lawrence is better than C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud is going to be extremely good, but he's not there. He's not Trevor Lawrence. And that's what Trevor Lawrence needs to tell himself. That's what everybody, the Jaguars' feeling needs to be. Like, the Jaguar, the Texans are good. They are not us. You know, good teams drop division games every once in a while all the time. Not this time. Because if we win here, Jaguars have a very good chance to win out. The hardest game left on our schedule where we don't have an obvious um, advantage is the Ravens. And the Ravens just lost Mark Andrews because they've been very good, but they lost their tight end. The Browns and the Bengals games were going to be very close until they lost their quarterbacks. Now it's like, okay, we have an obvious advantage there. And then the rest of them should be wins. If we win out, that's the number one seed because the Chiefs are going to collect at least one more loss. And if we beat the Ravens, that knocks them out. We have the tiebreaker. And the Dolphins, again, more than likely, they're going to collect at least one more loss. So you don't want to think too far ahead, but this is a big game, the biggest one that we're going to play all season besides potentially the Ravens on Sunday Night Football, because that might decide the number one seed. But go in there and go win. Go win. Do it for Jacksonville. Do it for Duval. Um, do it because you're the Jaguars, and they are the Texans. They are not as good as you. They are going to fight, and they are going to claw, and Tank Dell is going to make some incredible catches. They are not you. So let's go win. Thank you guys for listening. And again, it was always the Jacks.